I really like California. I mean, it was so wonderful to feel that you could meet somebody on the street, and if you connected, well, you could sit down and have a cup of coffee. You just don't do that in New England at that time. That was Mission Creek houseboat resident Jenny Stearns. I'm Jeff, and this is Storied San Francisco. Every week on this podcast, you'll hear from environmentalists, writers, photographers, and other San Franciscans, telling stories, sharing personal histories, and trying to put into words what makes this city so special. Welcome to episode 26, part one. In this podcast, Jenny and her husband, Bob Isaacson, talk about growing up and moving to San Francisco, respectively. Bob went to UC Berkeley for engineering, while Jenny was an artist. She first lived up the coast in Mendocino before moving to San Francisco in the early 80s. They talk about their various efforts to preserve and protect the environment around Mission Creek amid mass development, as well as some of the other art and engineering work they've done. Quick side note, I didn't have a mic of my own for this recording, so I'm there, but a little quieter than the guests this time. Here's Bob and Jenny. I was born in Brooklyn, New York, Flatbush. Yeah. I heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you must have spent uh, a good chunk of the early part of your life. 18. I moved out at 18. My, my dad moved to uh, Stockton uh, from uh, New York. So the family, we all moved out, and I was 18. Uh, my father changed his name to Saxon from Isaacson, and then I changed mine back uh, after a while. <laughs> what prompted that name change for, for your dad? Well, uh, he said it was uh, it was an easier name for people to know. He was an attorney, but it was uh, back back then. Uh, being Jewish in New York meant you were kind of a subcast, and uh, that's really what it was for him. Okay. And it wasn't that for me. So yeah. I, I it was my born name. That's what I wanted to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I went to I went to Cal. Well, I started out, uh, yeah, I went to Stockton College for a semester or a year, I forget, and then I went to Reed College for a couple of years, and then I finished up at Cal. I got a, a an engineering degree, a bachelor's in engineering at Cal. Uh, so when we were in Stockton, I was just there for half a year. I was really traveling the rest of the time. What was Berkeley like back then? Uh, much like it is now, yeah. Many fewer people, for sure, sure. but it was it was basically a very urban, very yeah. urban place. So that would have been the fifties. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was born in thirty, so would have, yeah, the middle fifties. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So before before Berkeley became hippie and the student movement and all that, you, you were there well before that. No, I was. It was during that. That was that was all going on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so then. Do you remember the first time you came to San Francisco? Uh, when I was in Stockton, living in Stockton, I went to, uh, I had an aunt and an uncle who helped me get into the Maritime Union as a, uh, as a, on a permittee. So I was able to get a, uh, what do you call it, get on a, uh, coastwise uh, boats as a, uh, a seaman. And, uh, did, you, did you like San Francisco? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So this also would have been in the fifties. The mid fifties, yeah. I got a tattoo on my shoulder. I've got an anchor on my left shoulder. 
that you got here in the city. That I got here in San Francisco, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> There's got to be some meaning behind that. Yeah, well, I was shipping out on the Merchant Marine, so I was getting ready for that, so I thought that would be appropriate. I grew up outside of Boston in a, uh, uh, a very nice uh, upper-middle-class um, suburb, which was uh, very pleasant and very upper, boring. Upper middle class. Which <laughs> one? Winchester, okay. near Lexington and Concord, and uh, so uh, so it had uh, very. It was very nice to be in a very pleasant place, but um, I was happy to leave. And uh, um, so after college, I went to Oberlin, Ohio, and. Uh, um, I had a boyfriend who was from Berkeley, and whenever we were talking about things, he said, yeah, but in Berkeley there, in California, it's different. Okay, I guess I better check this place out. So, uh, what year would that be? 68. Okay. Oh. Yeah, right in, the, right in the middle of it. So, um, I really liked California. I mean, it was so wonderful to feel that you could meet somebody on the street, and if you connected, well, you could sit down and have a cup of coffee. You just don't do that in New England at that time. Everybody, you have to be introduced. And and I even discovered that when I went back to, uh, I was walking through Harvard Square, and I noticed that it, at, at the point, just before eye contact, people would avert their eyes. First, I felt like, gee, what do I look like, a dish rag or something? But it is just, you just don't allow that at that time there. So it was wonderful to be in California. Uh, I got connected with uh, with the Ecology Center. I learned some skills there. And then I wound up up in the Mendocino Coast. And I ran a little natural, f- tiny little natural foods cafe, which uh, started a whole life for me there. And... Uh, and a little river just south of Mendocino, and a tiny little place. I mean, it was the middle of the hippie era, so everybody was having a wonderful time, and we do things like when the sunset was really beautiful. In the wintertime, everybody just put down their forks, and we'd take a little step outside, and ah, so beautiful. Everything was going to be so much better after that. <laughs> so uh, I wound up um, building a house, doing the Nouveau Frontier trip. You buy land, you build a house up there. Yeah, and so that, of course, took much, much longer and oh, it was more diff- way more difficult. But uh, as an artist, it gave me a lot of skills working with uh, all different kinds of building materials and tools. Um, and then I sort of returned to my uh, original kind of direction of being an artist. And um, so it was a wonderful time up there, but it also is a very tiny town. And uh, so I wound up moving uh, back down to the Bay Area where there were more um, artistic outlets and uh, um, so uh, living in the city. So I really enjoyed, I realized I needed much more than a tiny town where you ask another artist, well, How's your work going? Well, um, my truck broke down. So it was really nice to be out of here. More was going on. What kind of work do you do? Well, now I am doing environmental, uh, ecological artwork. And uh, so that was, uh, I got my MFA in Vermont, at Vermont College, which is sort of for uh, adult students who wanted to, um, you know, really 
get a degree later. And that was great because then I put together my uh, artistic and environmental interests. Um, and so uh, the creek was a perfect place to be because then I had all kinds, you know, nothing was going on down here. So I could, uh, I did some projects in the water, some bird perches. I have a, a floating wildlife island off the back of my boat here. And um, so, um, and I went on and did some things with, uh, let's see, I fell in love with my compost pile and uh, started making some giant um, fabric creatures like a 16-foot pink velvet earthworm. And uh, so, you know, just to uh, sort of awaken people to these marvelous creatures. Uh, yeah, and then um, through our daughter, May Lee, who needed to do a science project, we discovered there was a whole forest of amazing invertebrates living on our boats and floats. So I thought, wow. So I moved right on. I made a satin muscle with all this beautiful satin lining, uh, a sea squirt, six feet tall. Um, yeah, right. That's why I thought I should make one. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, and that group of work was called It Came From Under the Dock. So I did a bunch of, I've done some, uh, works on uh, climate change, and uh, so I'm part of a gallery up in um, Fort Bragg, up in Mendocino County, called Partners, and uh, so that's really a nice to be able to be part of a gallery where I have room to make whatever I want to make. Um, well, I wound up and sort of in the Castro area, <clears throat> and then wound up being able to get a sold my place in Mendocino. Was able to get a place uh, in the Dolores Park area, and which is shared with another artist. And so we uh, could have, you know, it was a, it's an Edwardian, so it has lots of really great space for studio. And uh, so a I still natural light, probably. yeah, mm -hmm, yeah, ceilings and mm hmm. So this would have been the early 70s? So that was in the early 80s, actually. Oh, you, so you were in Little River for... 10 years. 10 years. Yeah, good long time. How was San Francisco then? Like, what were your impressions? And what kind of, what kind of uh, you know, places did you go frequently? Like, you know, did you have restaurants or cafes? or What were your impressions of the city? Um, after being up in Mendocino for a while, one of the things that impressed me was how busy it was in the city, and it would take me a while to kind of get used to it, stand on a street corner, and there was so much going on at that corner, it was just amazing. <laughs> um, but uh, let's see. So, you know, uh, doing artwork, I was part of the Kala Institute over in Berkeley that does printmaking, so I met a lot of people through there, and then... Um, I got tired of printmaking and tore up all my old prints and made them into collages and um, eventually got into sculpture. So I've been in sculpture for quite a while. So, you know, some uh, some of the art world. Were you uh, involved with Soma Arts and Jack Davis at all? Um, I did go to see things there. Yeah. Um, but it, was, it wasn't until I met Bob and... Uh, that I really started to get to know the creek, which was quite different then. I mean, it was dusty parking lots over here, full of uh, full of uh, truck trailers and and homeless, and uh, it um, 
and dust. I mean, in some ways, it was kind of interesting. It felt like uh, these kind of badlands where there were feral humans and living and uh so and of course it changed with our all of our involvement in this new uh, uh mission bay thing so being involved in the formation of mission bay i think has been a really amazing experience one of the things i love about the creek here is our community and how uh we had to step forward and um really you know, stand up for ourselves as everything was being changed. There were certainly people who wanted to get rid of the houseboats altogether. They didn't look good on the plans. Uh, so, um, you know, led by Corinne Woods and uh, and others, we really, uh, you know, made ourselves part of the conversation about what would be going on here. And uh, so I learned a lot from that, you know, how you've got to be at the table where the decisions are made if you want to get uh, what you see happen. So we talk them, for example, into putting wetlands around the creek. We um, And part of the new park, our park here is going to be uh, renovated. Uh, we're going to, we have some habitat in there for bee, birds and butterflies and um, and make it more of an education and a wildlife place. So that's exciting to be able to, you know, participate in that. Be part of this decision. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, Bob, is this something that you were part of forming the Mission Creek Conservancy? Yeah, I was basically the originator of it. Yeah. Yes. So and so you moved here in '79. Yes. How did this all come about in those three or four years? What? Uh, well, the people in the creek here are primarily interested in preserving the creek and preserving the, the houseboats and, and so on here. Uh, uh, there are a number of people who are also interested in preserving the habitat. And that was, that was my interest, and that's the reason I had the uh, form the conservancy was to uh, make sure that uh, things didn't get wiped out. We had, I think there was only one interchange with the developer. Basically, they wanted to uh, pave the, uh, the banks. Uh, it would be easier to maintain that way. And uh, I, I put a, a, what, a quarter page ad or something like that in the Chronicle to uh, to not do it, you know, to have them not do it. And they backed off, and it was a stupid idea in the first place. And uh, uh, But th th the idea was to uh, to preserve the habitat. It's, it's beautiful. We, we have all sorts of, we don't have the pictures of them here. I had some uh, of the... Uh, great egrets and, and uh, great blue herons and just beautiful wildlife that are here and should be preserved. So you said you um, you got an engineering degree? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a registered civil engineer. I work for the redevelopment agency here. I was going to ask, yeah, what kind of work you yeah. were doing at the time? Uh, I was a project engineer, so building building things. I started, started out at Hunter's Point. There's housing that was provided by the city for people. I forget what the name of it is. Anyway, we converted some of that into rental housing. Okay. I did that at Hunter's Point, and then uh, I was project engineer for the uh, South Beach project down here. We built a harbor. Oh. I was project engineer for the uh, South Beach Harbor, and for the yeah yeah it was it was very nice. Uh, in fact, I was the only project engineer until for the entire project, and the streets we built the streets, which of course are now all full of housing and stuff like that.
So that, that was my job for the agency. I loved it. I, you know, loved building things, and uh, that, that's did. What you I did. always have uh, a mind for preservation at the same time? Because there's there's development, but there, but not all developers have that awareness that you know we can develop, and we have to be mindful of the habitat and the nature, you know, the the plants and the animals and the and the water. Yeah, yeah. For for that, yeah, I, I, it's a kind of a real, uh, you know, the for uh, on the South Beach Harbor has a, a pier that you can walk right out to the end of it. Uh, the original design was, didn't call for connecting it to the uh, to the bank, and I had it connected, and so there are benches on the side so people can walk out there. I think I've been out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it. yeah it's not. Thank not, you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. It's quite nice. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, so, as a uh, project engineer, I, I love to do that. I, I had a few opportunities like that, not many, you know, but uh, I love to do that, you know, make it people habitable. That was Bob Isaacson and Jenny Stearns. Join us Thursday when we'll hear more stories from Bob and Jenny. Music for the podcast is by Otis McDonald. Film photography is by Michelle Kilfeather. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to learn about some of the stuff we do besides this podcast. Find the 70-plus episodes on our website, storiedsf.com, and wherever you listen to podcasts. If that happens to be Apple Podcasts and you have a minute to spare, please rate and review the show for us. Send comments or suggestions to storiedsf at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.